Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Here we are once again. It's my birthday podcast. Happy birthday. It's my birthday podcast. Nathan, did you even know? Did you even know today is my birthday podcast? I feel ambushed. It's my birthday. <laughs> it is my birthday. All right. Okay. It's Happy like this. birthday to me. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Happy birthday to me. Okay. It's my birthday. It's, it's not it's my even birthday? your birthday. Nathan, Nathan, listen. It is my birthday. <laughs> it is my birthday. Rebecca's 40. Yes, I am. Um, and I still don't not, look 40. I, actually, not And yet. I still don't act 40, but it is my birthday. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wh- I am, what day I is am, your birthday? Today, January 8th, is my birthday. That's weird, because I'm looking at the calendar, and it... And it's January 8th. No. My birthday, same as Elvis Presley's. Huh. Anyway, Jay West. It's my birthday. <laughs> every year, Nathan, you just said you got ambushed every year. Uh, this yeah. is how today and goes. And Nathan has not said happy birthday to me <laughs> one time. I, one I have time. a policy. You only oh. get the happy birthday... On your actual it's birthday. It's my birthday, Nathan. Really? Uh-huh. It's not. It is. I've had an entire birthday week leading up to my actual birthday. That's really what she means. The it's grand the birthday week on January 8th. <laughs> and see, I'm against it. Sorry. I'm against the birthday week. I don't care if you're against it. It's so still my birthday. So in protest, you're not getting a happy birthday. It's my birthday. From okay, me. Okay, it's my birthday. What are you going to do, do for Do you hear birthday music? What are you going to do for me I don't, for my birthday? <laughs> I don't hear birthday music. I, I would think if it was your birthday. We we discussed there, this several weeks ago that this is my birthday podcast. There would at least be. We had an actual discussion mm, that this is my birthday podcast. I'm expecting no, something. I am expecting something. Don't, don't expect anything from this guy. This guy doesn't plan ahead. Not even remotely. <laughs> also, also, I apologize that I sound so horrible right now. I'm going to try to talk less this podcast because I, I imagine I, I'm just Nathan's delightful. sick again. I'm this time he's not time. puking, but he's coughing up snot chunks. I want I wow. want to get like, uh, okay. what is it, mono? Is it mono that after you have... Where you're like sleepy? No. Well, yes, but also um, <laughs> after you have it, then you're not sick for like three years. Is that mono or is it stress? I didn't know that that could happen. I think it's mono. Anyway, I had it like my freshman year of college and then I wasn't sick throughout the rest of my college experience until my senior year. And now I get sick all the time. So now I just want that Maybe thing again. Maybe you just need to eat healthier that's Maybe true. Maybe you just need to be healthier and then you'll be more healthy. But mm-hmm. here's the stupid thing is like I exercise at a fairly decent like rate. I exercise more <laughs> than you. On a regular basis. <laughs> right. No. It, well, it's not a regular basis, but I do exercise uh, occasionally. I've seen Nathan uh-huh. run to his car. And when you it's say true. you exercise more than me, I don't exercise <laughs> at all. So that's I know. not saying And much. why aren't you sick? Because I eat really healthy. And by saying I don't exercise, I still do a lot of running around. Like, I walk a lot. 
running and into I Target, go, running uh, into Home Goods. That is so into- <laughs> true. I am so obsessed with Home Goods right now. Yes, and it is her kryptonite. Also, I work clear. up three flights of stairs, so I've got to walk those stairs up Hold at up. least once a day. And Are you I calling am, the stairs in your house three no, flights? No, at work. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm telling you, I am quite winded when I get to the top. I'm hoping that. Um, I start to build my cardio a little better mm-hmm. and I'm less winded as time goes on, but I've been there for a few years now and it's still like I'm like trying to keep people from thinking I'm dying when I get to the top of the stairs by keeping my mouth shut and not breathing really loud. Yeah. <laughs> but if you try to talk to me like as soon as I get off the stairs and I'm like, <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> it's all It's all in the breathing <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's in the breathing while you're going up the stairs. Okay. You know, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Really? Yeah, I can't do that right I'm now. But try that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mouth breather at the moment. I don't like it. So happy New Year, Nathan. <laughs> how was your yeah. New Year's? Oh, it was memorable. Actually, I've had worse. <laughs> and I should emphasize to say that it wasn't great. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't horrible. I was just sick the whole time. I I literally it Sounds pretty horrible. I literally laid in bed all that day, all New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and uh-huh. day. Yeah, for like over 24 hours I was in bed with a freaking cold. How pathetic is that? Yeah. I think it's a cold. Maybe I have the flu. Did you have a fever at some point? I, I don't know, but what I do know is that I kept, like, it kept feeling like my fever would break. Mm-hmm. If I like, if I had a fever, mm-hmm. then it would feel like it'd break. Like, your body just, like, breaks down in sweat. Did you yeah. have, like, yeah. aches and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, then you Dude, had a fever, I would I would shiver to the point where, okay. like, yeah. Nathan, I'm pretty Super sure you sick. had the flu. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, this sounds like Like, the, aggressively. Okay. It was this is like rough. a really bad case of the shingles is what it sounds no, like. No, what are you, oh. that's. Okay, Nathan, you had the flu. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I feel Sounds better when you decent. say I had shingles, too. <laughs> I had shingles. I wish I had mono. If I had mono, I'd still feel horrible, but oh. there would be the light at the end of the tunnel. No, you don't even need mono. Just <laughs> I think I do. I feel healthy, like Nathan. Dwight, whenever he says, we need a new plague. Yes. <laughs> I need mono, is what I need. Yeah. Anyway, it's shock therapy. Woo. Do you want to ask me how my New Year's went? Oh, right. Sorry. I'm not very good at talking about other people. <laughs> Jay West, how was your, uh, oh, man, how was well, your New Year's? Oh, man. Well, ouch. Did you just get past? Go, go for it. Explain. How New was your year's New Year's? was a blast. Was it? It was a blast. Okay. One of the most memorable in the sense of that all of us together in the truck, driving in Leavenworth when the clock struck midnight, the whole truck, he just erupted with wow. celebration. Super fun. See, he we've has never a different perspective we've than never me because I was like, New Year's sucked. <laughs> we were in the car when we brought in the new year. It's all about perspective. That's Nathan. never happened before. <laughs> because Because we've always done something Super. awesome <laughs> and really fun to bring hey, in the new year. And we this time we were forced together because Grace oh. got grounded and well, couldn't go anywhere. That's a long story. And so, yeah, we're not going to get into that. But she got grounded and couldn't go anywhere. And so we all stayed home with her and we went and saw a movie yeah. because we that got tired. That doesn't ty- sound like a very on. grounded thing to do. Well, 
Did she sit in the car was, while you guys no, were in the movie? like she was grounded from her phone and like her electronics, <laughs> but she could still go to a movie with us. Yeah. She, she just can't go to a movie with her friends, Did you know, you just because watch that really would have been movie? fun. It was a good movie. It was, uh, what was the movie we saw? Jumanji. Jumanji. Oh. Yes, Jumanji 2. That was, it was good. We're seeing. It just, you know, it's not my ideal New Year's Eve. And I had to work most of the day. <laughs> Evidently, so, my hearing shut off at the counter at the movie theater. <laughs> Rebecca and the kids got kind of laugh at it because the server asked me a question. I was like, eh. <laughs> kind of showed my like age. <laughs> well, it's like he starts listening, but he only listens to like a quarter of what you say, and then he guesses at the rest of it. And I then guessed. he like tries to answer questions. I was trying to bring an element of fun. To no. our New Year's Eve experience. <laughs> and we're all feeling the sympathy of the workers there, and we're like all trying to answer for him. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't make sense to anybody because they don't know the backstory just saying. there. Also, I'm hangry. Yeah, she is. That's a problem. Very hangry. Here, you know, no, never mind. She's hangry. What were you going to say, no, Nathan? No, no, what were you going to say? I was just going to let them know that I offered to go get you food more than once. You offered while we were here getting ready to do the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jay West wasn't even here. Okay. I was also like, listen, why don't we just text Jay West listen, and have him grab something on the way here? Because he was already almost here. Listen. That doesn't Here's matter. the thing. Food you, is almost you here. You two both know me fairly yeah. well. When I am hungry, when I am hangry, I am like a drowning victim. I can't help myself. You just need to make choices, do oh, it for it's, me. It's our fault. And put it in front of me. <laughs> I brought food. Or else you're going to have to continue <laughs> dealing with my hangriness for the rest of the time. So if I say something wrong, it's probably because I'm hangry. Mm. And yes, it is both Nathan and John Wesley's fault. Mm. In, you know what, Rebecca? I get hangry a lot as well. Uh -huh. You know that. Um, however, I know that whenever I'm hangry... I always go and get something for you and give right. it to you because I know that you're like a drowning victim and you can't help yourself. Here's the thing though. I okay. never, I never like, like if I'm hangry and you're like, Hey, do you want me to go get you food or something? Then I'll usually admit like, no, I don't want you to, but I probably need it. Uh huh. You don't, you don't, if you were to say that, then I'd be like, all right, see you later. I'm going to go get food. No, you always say no. Like I said, when you said, I'll go get you food, and I said no, but what I really mean is, help, I'm drowning, do something. Oh my gosh, I'm not yeah. taking this. Rem okay, remember nope. last Friday when you were at the front desk and you couldn't leave, and I was like, Nathan, do you need something to eat? And you're like, no, I had a big June bug on the way. And I was like, <laughs> okay, obviously you're hungry still. And so I gave you half of my lunch. Yes, and I appreciate Cause that. Because I knew how important it was because you were going to get really hangry and you were already not feeling good. Anyway, we've wasted enough time. Yeah, we, this, we've is, got, this isn't about us. This, this, is, this is my birthday podcast and we need to focus. Oh, my gosh. This is Shock Therapy Live. Ooh. Oh, and that too. This is where we pretend we don't have problems and we talk about other people. <laughs> no. This is where, because we have problems, yes. we can relate to other yes. people. Yeah, exactly. Lots there we of go. Problems. <laughs> and, and we did actually get some solid texts yeah. this week, this and month. And did we get emails, too, <clears throat> to our new email account? We didn't, but we do have a new email That's that great. you can email questions Okay, to. so those really long ones were texted? Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah right. I know. Um, but our email is nathan.bexpodcast 
at gmail.com. If you ever want to email yeah. anything like that, email it to that account. Also, the number is 816-787-1511. Let's get into these questions. Yeah. J-West. You know what's really interesting? It sounds like there's some heartbreak in the room for Rebecca's birthday. I'm really sorry. Wasn't intentional. But actually, one of our listeners on the text line who texted 816-787-1511 said, Hey, Nathan and Bex, Shock Therapy Live. My question is this. How do I cope with breaking someone else's heart? Did you this just sounds, try to do like a transition? That was there? my transition. That was, tra- that was a good one. Though. That was mine because this is a real thing that we just walked through and I don't feel like there's resolve. Okay. I don't feel like my heartbreak <laughs> over not eating and Nathan <laughs> refusing to celebrate my birthday is the same as the heartbreak this person's talking about. No, I'm coping with this just fine. I'm telling you, this is a whole <laughs> new experience. <laughs> Okay, read the question again. I'm sorry. I just keep focusing on myself. How do you cope with breaking someone else's heart? This is a very real scenario each of us are affected by. Nathan, you have to cope with this all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My my way of coping is by forgetting they exist. (laughs) Not the most helpful. If uh, if I ever have to break somebody's heart, then I just block them. Actually, I don't. I just ignore them. No, they block you. Uh, eventually, because they get really angry. You can't see really them anymore, so then you forget about yes, them. Yes, exactly. Forget about it. It's like, <laughs> cope with it. No, I don't know. I've, I've never broken somebody's heart. Well, I've turned people down, but I, I wouldn't say that's the same. That's a this is heartbreaking. Li- this is like you're already in a relationship, I think. That's Maybe. what it sounds like. Know. We don't have context, but that's kind of the assumption. Yeah. Listen, listen. I've broken a few hearts in my day. And let me tell you, it's never easy. Every time. You think it's going to get easier, and it doesn't. (laughs) No, but for reals, it's never easy. I am mute. It's never easy when you have to make... (laughs) But, like, when it comes to, like, oh, my gosh, if I have to make this decision, it's really going to break this person's heart. I hate to say that you have to be selfish in that decision, but you have to do what's right for you because it's also going to be better for that person because if you're just staying in this relationship because you don't want to break somebody's heart, then it's it's not going to benefit them either. And I guess that's what helps me cope is like, they're going to be better off because it probably wasn't the best thing mm-hmm. that they were with me in the first place. I like this book called Somehow I Manage. Uh, written by Michael Scott. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that is not about coping. <laughs> but really, it's really kind of addressing how how do you learn from this? And I think one of the big things is, again, assuming this is a relational thing uh, or a relationship, it's that I think it's important to absorb the weight of another person's broken heart. I think there's something very real about that when you realize, okay, how do I cope with this? I see them hurting over my attitude or actions, or whatever that looks like. I think there's something long-term that you can learn from that and how you cope. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Okay, I'm, what I'm trying to say is... <clears throat> Are you saying focus on the bigger picture? Yeah, like feeling sorry. Like there's a value in taking responsibility and saying, yeah, I really do feel sorry about this. But what do you do with that? Because if you're like trying to like cause a separation between you and this other person by breaking their heart if you if you keep like catering to their emotions that's going to draw it out longer what i'm saying is when it's all said and done and there has been this sever in the relationship and there's no contact 
I think there's a mature response of saying, gosh, this really hurt. This is really meaningful, and I really do feel sorry about it and learning from that. I think there's something beautiful about that kind of pain. Not that it becomes like this ongoing dialogue of pain, but just like recognizing in your ability to hurt over that relationship and for whatever reason why it needed to end and being apologetic in the sense of I really feel sorry that the way it ended or how it ended. Yeah, but get your hoodie back before you do like the actual mm-hmm. breakup because otherwise you're never going to see that thing again. You know what? No, forget about the hoodie. <laughs> you don't need the hoodie anymore. It's no longer a part of your life just like this person isn't. When I was instructing my son on his first breakup ever, I was like, okay, first of all, when you go to do this breakup, don't leave there without breaking up. (laughs) Don't go and like let that other person talk you back into like, no, we can make this work. I was like, you already know you want to break up. Go there, break up, but get your hoodie back first. No, that's no. That's solid advice. Because then every single time they look at that hoodie, they think about that person. Or maybe they just think about the fact that it's their favorite hoodie and they're glad to finally have it back. You know what? If you gave away your favorite hoodie, you were a dummy. No. That's on you. You really cared about the person at one point in time. Oh, dude. But then they became psycho and you decided this relationship (laughs) needs to end. I can care about somebody, but I'm not giving them my favorite hoodie. Ever again. No, just ever. Straight up. (laughs) I've seen what happens wherever you give also, them your not favorite I've never hoodie. seen you wear a hoodie. You only wear like that hooded long sleeve t-shirt thing that you call a hoodie. <laughs> I don't think you can relate to this conversation. It's because he gave his away. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> How close was I on that? Oh, You're man. not wrong. See? No, I think, you know, the whole coping side of this question is just, yeah. This the personal way. So you're just saying have respect for for this person's feelings and then move on. Yes. I think because one, you got to think about how it flips on you. So let's say you're the person who has the broken heart. You know, how are you processing your feelings and how are you thinking and feeling about that other person? Because it affects not just that person you've been affected by, but it affects relationships in general. You carry that with you. So if you're the one who's trying to cope with breaking someone's heart, there's something real about asking yourself, you know, why am I feeling this way? You know, what do I do with my emotions and my feelings in this way? And then how do I, you know, um, own up to it? Because you got to take ownership. And don't become a stalker. Yeah. Do not. Not that you would. No, nobody would do but that. But don't do Nobody it. really does that. No. And only the crazy people. Right. Would do that. Right. Become a stalker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, After yeah. the breakup. Yep. Yeah. I think um, from that question, uh, I love how our text line continues to just throw it at us more relational things. And here's why. This next question says, so Nathan and Bex, I have a situation, I'm in a relationship that is difficult to navigate. Basically, there are more family members involved in this relationship than this person would like to see involved. I think you just need to read this one, but don't include the name. Yeah, I don't think that would be necessary. But just basically a synopsis of it is that um, this person's in a relationship, doing great, relationship's going well, haven't quite moved out of the house yet, still hanging out, mom and dad. Okay, wait. Involved. Can I read this? 
you can, can I, okay go give, for it. give this to me you're trying to summarize it i think we need to be a little bit more clear on this one which this middle paragraph mm-hmm Hi, Nathan and Bex. It's me. And I love listening to you guys. My question for shock therapy is this. My boyfriend owns his own business. He's school eSport league. High, high school. High school. eSports. Thank you, Nathan. High school eSports league. They are growing rapidly, and he and the other two founders are making good money now. Currently, my boyfriend lives at home with his twin boys in his parents' house. He recently started looking at houses to purchase, but is also discussing moving his parents in as well. Am I wrong to think it's time for him to live without mom and dad? He will be 33 this year. He said his parents help with his kids, but they are 10, and I can help with the boys. There are 11 other grandchildren his parents could help with. I discussed with him that it's time he has his own place without mommy doing everything for him. I wanted an outside opinion. Thank you, and I love you guys. We love you, too. <laughs> Very well read. Except for the whole high school eSports <laughs> thing. High school eSports. I like it. Listen, I'm hangry. I, Remember, this all goes back no, on no, you that guys. Has nothing. Has nothing to do with anger. Um, so I think what we really first need to address is whether or not her boyfriend is hiring. <laughs> I'd be a great coach. I could teach kids how to play video games better than their friends. Ask my friends. I'm better than them. And I could I could teach them. I mean, I can't teach them how to be better than me, but I could teach them how to be about as good. <laughs> so hit me up uh, if 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 he's looking for a, a coach for his high school sports team. Okay, <laughs> so I just want to get that out there. Here's some insight. I I've been processing this question because I think there's this um <clears throat> this mask, if you will. As we get older, we kind of hold on to things, but. <laughs> I don't struggle with that at all, uh, especially after moving <laughs> all the things we had to get rid of. Long story short. So here's the deal. Uh, getting older does not guarantee uh, that we will mature. That's a tough reality. And I think in this scenario, it definitely highlights that. So um, I don't know. Thinking about this, I think just be prepared for the honesty and to evaluate the temperature of the relationship uh, that this uh, listener has communicated. I think there's just a lot there to try and unpack. That's just going to take like some time. Like the phrase, the temperature of this the relationship. What does that mean? The temperature. Okay, so basically it's getting a pulse. Like the health and the where it's going. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Is that all? Yeah. All right. Dear sweet girl, <laughs> this situation, first of all, I'm going to say be patient because this man has been raising these two young boys. And just because they're 10 years old does not mean that they're easy to take care of because if he's working full time, there's also homework and dinners and sports that they have to go to and places that they have to run. So having a little help at this point in his life is a good thing. Uh, I do not believe that you are engaged. I know that you're not married because you're calling him your boyfriend. He has no guarantee you're going to continue being with him. And so his talk of moving his parents in this house that mm -hmm. he's talking about buying, he's planning long-term here. 
if you're if you two are not planning a long-term future together then he can't depend on the fact that you're going to be there to help him with the boys so he needs to make preparations to be able to have help with those boys that being said yes i think it is important to separate yourself from having your parents help all the time and doing as much as you can on your own but also if the boys have had grandma and grandpa in their life all of this time that's going to be a huge cut for those two little boys who are absolutely adorable (laughs) um i've seen them anyway um it's going to be a really hard transition for them so maybe make that more of a gradual transition than just a quick cut off there but you two should both definitely have an open conversation but be, be very careful about being critical of his parents because that is the quickest way for him to just turn and walk the other direction yeah that's a tough one because all relationships are delicate and obviously there is a um a deep-seated relationship there where you're kind of like okay how do i navigate this and i think the openness of that question kind of highlights some things in our listeners just to say you know how am i going to move forward with some of these you know challenging topics or you know coming to an agreement like this is how we're moving forward and so that's, that's something we all struggle with especially the start of a new year yeah just not being in the same place i also feel that there's another side to the story i feel like we're missing some information here like is there any other support in place and stuff like that? So yeah. so we're only answering this question based off of the yeah. information we have in this paragraph. Yep. That's good. The open communication. Yeah. That's, that's key. That's, that's a big win. And eat first before you have those discussions yeah. because <laughs> Starbucks refresher you helps get too. Angry. <laughs> Nathan, this one's on in your on your alley, uh, this next question. Oh, good. It has to do with Uh, what? The, the squeege, the the body. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What's the question? Question is: I'm in great need of help. I've mastered the four minute shower. This sounds like a previous podcast, but this is going somewhere. Uh, but drying off still takes too long, especially if only have old towels clean. Is there a way I can quickly get excess water off my body? Thank <laughs> you, shock therapy. Uh, shock. So I I have been developing a uh, a process. It's it's not <laughs> patented, um, and so for now you are free to use it. Um, however, if you take your hands before you get out of the to- shower, so water goes off immediately, you go to work. Okay, um, <laughs> squeegee. That sounds like a slow process. It's really more of like a dusting yourself off but the dust is water and you're just going over most surfaces especially if i I don't know if this is a boy or a girl but if you have a beard then you got to get the beard because that holds a lot of water dude okay that's for sure um again if it's a boy or a girl your legs might have a (laughs) lot of hair and so just up and down like you're uh like you're petting a dog you know and and it's it's a good little boy (laughs) you know (laughs) Left leg, right leg, you get your, your arms done, your beard, or black thereof, I don't know. This sounds like it takes a lot longer than just using it's a, a towel. It's a process, man. It's, it, Is the towel ever involved in this process at all? <coughs> well, okay, you have to listen, right? In this question, yes, the towel it does come after you brush off all the water, but in the question, they're using an old towel, which 
I don't know if you've ever used an old towel, but old enough, they kind of lose all of their absorption. See, I always feel like an older towel absorbs more because it's like drier. Right. Well, there's, there's, uh, 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 are you okay? Uh, <laughs> I told you guys before we started recording that I forget. Okay, we were talking sentences. about old towels and drying off and how they lose their absorbency. Right, but somewhere between a, word. a brand new and an old towel, there's like the the medium towel that has max absorption. Anyway, that's what I'm saying is like if it's like an old towel than your new towels then it'll probably do a better job but if it's old old then it's not going to do well because yeah it's going to be drier but it's also just going to immediately get soaked up very quickly and so uh, this really helps comes or it really comes in handy whenever you're using those old towels and so uh, that's what I would suggest Plus, choose your towels wisely. Choose your towels wisely. Like also it. by the way just do more laundry <laughs> or something you know towels Here's how I use towels and laundry. It's filler, right? Like you don't have to use all of your towels before you have to do laundry. But if I'm like, shoot, I need these pants and I haven't worn problem. enough of my other clothes yeah. to constitute like to reach that f- full load of laundry, I'll just grab a few towels. Grab the one off the floor, grab the one off the rack, grab the one that you wipe your hands off of, <laughs> you know, grab the one in your parents' room, wh- however many you need. You need more? space grab a grab your pillowcase i haven't watched that in a while (laughs) okay a little disclaimer here this all stems from an episode where we had grant on where grant and i competed who was nathan's best friend i won in that but a question i didn't know was how nathan dries off in the shower which i thought was an odd question that was on there anyway and i'm still not sure how grant knew this all my closest friends do but (laughs) (laughs) I, you know now, so it's not like I'm leaving you out by saying that. Right, but okay. Anyway, so Nathan confessed <laughs> to squeegeeing off in the shower. Like I said, just more of a brush. And so someone Regardless. thought it would be funny to write in this question. I think it's funny. Um, by the way, I th- thank you, Nathan, for answering it. <laughs> no problem. Did Nathan text in this question? <laughs> I, no, but I think I know who did because there's only one person I know of whom I know can take a four-minute shower. In the way they phrased it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a feat. I've ne- I haven't seen it. <laughs> Only All stories. it is is feet? Stories. I would think We're it takes so me about four minutes just to clean my feet, but no. The key is Gross. to use shampoo in your hair. Or sorry, sorry, Wait. sorry, soap in your hair. Oh, soap in your oh, hair. Okay. And then you use your hair as a squeegee or as a loofah, I mean... What? So like, like, like you have like that body oh, wash stuff. Terrible. Yeah. That's like soap. Yeah, I do you put not it in your hair, and then you just ideas. grab some, grab some out of, uh, out of your hair. Uh, do oh, your arm, gosh. grab some out of your other hair. Oh. Do your other, yeah. That's, uh-uh. yep. that's the, <laughs> the need for speed. You know how drying soap is in your Man. hair? You're going to have bad dandruff. That's why Man. I think it's a guy, which is why I mentioned the beard and the leg hair and the drying <laughs> process. It's a guy who probably has bad dandruff. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Anyway. These are serious life questions we are trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, and not, to be honest, my goodness. if you only got four minutes to shower, just don't shower. Unless like, you smell well, really bad, then you should probably just plan yeah. ahead better. It's important. But Nathan, did you make a New Year's resolution this year? No. My New Year's resolution was to not be sick, and I'm almost there. 
I did, however, <laughs> check download Disney Plus <laughs> on go. New Year's Eve. Good. That's because you want to watch that whole Star Wars series. Yeah, right? and I did on New Year's the Eve. The whole thing? The whole thing. <laughs> wow. On New Year's Eve. That's I watched commitment. The Mandalorian. Yeah, it wasn't Oof. that great, though. Really? I just, well, I just don't like TV, I okay. think. I think I just don't like TV. It, I don't know. It's just slow moving. Like, there's like, like these stupid scenes where it's like, it's a literal scene of one person looking at the other person, and then it shows the other person looking back at the other person, mm-hmm. and then it shows the other person looking back at the other person, and then the other person looking back <laughs> at the other person. And I'm like, we're making a whole scene out of this? Because I don't know either of the backstories on these people, and you could be using my time in a more productive manner. That's why I don't <laughs> like TV. Okay, I have to tell you something that happened to me at work today in regards to Star Wars. So everybody in the newsroom... Wait, no spoilers, right? I won't see any spoilers. Okay. But everybody in the newsroom had seen the new Star Wars movie except me. And so they were like, "Is wait, can we talk about it? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. So they start talking and I'm like, this is great because I have absolutely no idea <laughs> what they're talking about until they got to one person that I knew who they were talking about. And they revealed something that was so huge that I like did not see coming. And I was like... <laughs> Dang it. Like, I didn't even turn around. I didn't even flinch. But in my mind, I was like, okay, you went too far. Like, don't share spoilers, like, within reason. Like, I was like, I don't really care. But, I mean, everybody cares about that giveaway, right? So now I don't even want to see it because now I know, like, what the whole point of the movie was. Man, it just went too far. Now I'm trying to figure out what I'll plot point could afterwards. have been so big I'll to talk, actually make you care you. about it. I'll talk to you afterwards. <laughs> okay. You could just say it right now and I'll bleep it out. No. Okay. It's okay. Gosh. No, that'll take extra work and you'll forget. And yeah, I probably would actually. I'll have to go back and yeah, John Wesley. <laughs> New Year's resolution. I don't have one. You didn't zero nothing. Nothing. No, we were in no, the truck driving in Leavenworth, I know, Kansas, but you, celebrating. You usually think no about these think. things beforehand. I think it's just a, an attitude of focus moving forward, not looking back. Oh, like it's my real, tattoo. Basically, hold it's hold like hold that up. song. Your New Year's resolution for 2020 is focus? Yep. Got a new focus. Got to keep it in perspective. Well, Nathan, Nathan. you know how I do like my phrases (laughs) for New Year's? Like my phrase was like impossible things like two years ago and then I couldn't think of a better better one. So it's been impossible things for like three years now. Well, his is focus. I think that's something that you can do. I mean, it's kind of a... I I was making fun of the fact that it's 2020, like 2020 vision. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Never mind. I thought you were making fun of the fact that he had a phrase and not an actual resolution. No, what? No. I think it's great. Focus. can mean a lot of things. I don't really have a New Year's resolution, but I have like a cruise resolution because we're going on a cruise February 12th or something. It's going to be great. And I need to drop a few pounds before I go on the cruise. So I'm trying to eat healthier and less. And you fasting? That's not why I'm hangry. But I am fasting for 21 days. But it's only because I was listening to um, Michael Todd. And he was talking about how his church takes the first 21 days of New Year's. And they fast something. Like, like not just not eating. But like fast something <laughs> that they don't like. And they just take the time to like really pray and see like what God wants to do in their life in the year. And so I decided, I didn't even tell John Wesley this, I decided I wasn't going to drink soda for 21 days. And like dual purpose, like one, because every time I want a soda, I'll be like, oh, I need to take time to pray. And that'll just really help me spend that that much more time with God. But then I was like, ah, also I can maybe drop a few pounds if I don't have any more soda for the next 21 days. And guess who put a soda in my lunch bag today? 
Oh. It was really sweet of you, though, to put it. It was a mini can. It was a little my mini. Lunch bag, but I did not drink it, and I was so proud of myself. Good job. High wow. five. Thanks. Nice. You didn't give me an option to high five you. You That was so fast. Well, you're s- sitting so far away. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, we have another question, right? We do. This person that texted in, they're concerned about possibly distancing themselves, and I think hopefully we can provide some insight. So this listener texted in 816-787-1511. They said... That wasn't their text number. That's our text number, right? Okay. Yeah, that's ours. My question is, how does one have a friendship with someone who is gay without damaging the relationship with the Lord? I have a very sweet friend, and we have been friends for a little over a year. She is gay and quote-unquote married. I consider her one of my dearest friends, but our views could not be further apart on a lot of issues. I do pray when we meet that God would direct my words, my thoughts, that I would show love. I want to be true to the Lord above all. Ugh, I'm not sure if this makes sense. Listener, take comfort. It makes total sense because every one of us have a scenario or something similar to this, but hopefully we can shed some light. Rebecca, how would you start off with this uh, question? What are two things you just heard in that? Well, they're asking if they can be friends with somebody who's a homosexual. Yeah. And first off, my my answer to that is definitely yep. our command is to love God and love people. There it is. And every single person in this world struggles with something. And so if you feel like you can't be friends with somebody who's homosexual, you can't be friends with somebody who's an alcoholic. You yep. can't be friends with yep. somebody who lied. You can't be friends with somebody that went over the speed limit. Like... I just feel like this could go on and it on could. and on. Love God, love, love people. people. Yep. Mark 12, that's from the Gospel of Mark, and I think that's so critical. And that's what I heard in her question. And I liked the or fact— Or his question. Or his question, either way. Um, that we could understand better that this relationship's meaningful. There is a friendship that's been established. And I think the fact that it's coming at it from a spiritual direction is like, you know, what do I do with this? What's the next step? Um, so that was the first thing that when you said love God, love people was absolutely critical to understanding how to approach this because um, even though um, your friend may know your position and maybe like you said, you've communicated, we disagree over other things, not just this thing. The reality is it's okay to agree to disagree, but still maintain that friendship. Why? Because you love the Lord and you love people. And the fact that you're being consistent in that and you're approaching that with grace and truth, I think there's some great value and benefit to that. You know, the fact that, you know, you're not being confrontational, but you're being, you know, a caring person, a caring friend, I think that is also shedding light on it's breaking stereotypes that exist in our culture that that people or churches or church groups or religious groups are branded with uh, just because of the way things are communicated in our culture, but that's not necessarily the case. And I think if we get down to the scriptures, like what Rebecca was saying, like where does it end with our lists of disapproval, you know? And I think it's important that we carry this approach that, you know, we speak truth, but in love. You know, love is the change agent in any relationship. So love well. Do that really well. Love wins over all. You know, when you see so many people protesting with their signs and God hates gay people and stuff like that, it just really, really upsets me because God loves gay people. God loves everybody. God wants to give everybody the exact same opportunity that he's given anybody else that has come to him. 
and there's nobody that's immune yeah. to that. Yeah, instead of isolating someone to say, ooh, this is your struggle or this is your, your vice, you know, it negates the fact the way we need to look at people is to look at them through the scriptures is this person carries the image of God. They have intrinsic worth and value. And so just to say, oh, you're gay, ooh, I can't talk with you. Man, that really limits an opportunity to see a God-sized moment happen in someone's life. Because being in ministry, as long as we've been in ministry, we understand as followers of Jesus that even in our own struggles and how at times we wear masks or we say things or do things to try and cover things up because we're ashamed or we're embarrassed, the reality is it's not just at what's face value. The reality is that there's a deeper issue. There's a deeper issue that it has influenced either a behavior or an action or an attitude. And I think you, listener, you know, addressing this with caution is really wise. You know, as you seek to love the Lord well and love your friend well, um, be prepared as you ask clarifying questions. And maybe you've already had some clarifying questions answered, but if you haven't, I would say be prepared to feel hurt with this particular friend. And, I, and let me clarify what that means. Be prepared not just to feel hurt because of their position as a gay person, but hurt for them. You know, there's, there's a feeling that they're dealing with as they're wondering about what you think about them or what others think about them in the big picture of them choosing to be gay or saying they're gay. There are so many different layers and levels of what the term gay means. And I think it's something very important that we need to understand as followers of Jesus, as caring individuals, as just people in general, you need to understand that people carry um, um, a persona or a weight with this particular subject within our culture, but it's also very personal. So I think if we can get to the, the root, root concern, and I think as you ask clarifying questions, it shows care for the person, care for where they're at, but also to help them know that this can take them to a whole other level in a way of growth and maturity and where they're at. We're all filthy sinners, every totally. single one of us, yep. and every single one of us needs Jesus, and that's what yeah. he's there for, and I think um, we can all relate to each other in more ways than we think totally. we can, and uh, everybody needs somebody to walk them through life. Absolutely. You know, Jesus, when he in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 23, he was talking with the AKA religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. These are upper class, very well known in the culture and the community. And Jesus said, he walks up to them and says, in all of your arrogance and all of your posh ways and all the ways that you're getting attention, you're like whitewashed tombs. Like you look so good on the outside, but on, on the inside, you speak death all day long. Why? Because your throat is an open grave. So he was addressing the heart, the deeper issue for this, this um, behavior or lifestyle that they were communicating and what he was doing was also wanting to know in his, one, he's God the Son, so he can speak that way. But what he was really doing is saying, you need to, you need to check with what you're dealing with right now at the door. And he was approaching the heart. He was approaching the issue of the heart. And obviously the, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were so off on, one, their take of Scripture, and two, and the way that they were communing, making people feel less than. He didn't, they weren't meeting people where they were at. And Jesus met people where they were at. He walked with them. He spent time with them. The outcast, he was there for them. The ones who felt lowly, he was there for them. And that's a, that's a beautiful picture when we bring into the context when we have a friend who's struggling, whether it be this particular concern or other various concerns like we've listed, it's the fact that you fight for the heart. You get after the heart and we see, and we see that we put it back on Christ and we see Christ get the glory and not anything we say or do. 
you know, I want to take this outside of just homosexuality, but um, I meet different types of people every day that we really don't have a whole lot in common, except for the fact that we all have a story. We all have a past. And so many people are walking around with this hurt or whatever has happened to them in their life or whatever they're ashamed of or don't want to bring to light. We're all carrying that and we all struggle with Mm -hmm. that. And I think it's so important, no matter who you're talking to, no matter what their background is, their beliefs are, but that you love them and walk yeah. alongside of them. I'm, just because their sin is different than yours yeah. doesn't mean that they don't deserve to be valued. Correct. Yep. That's a big one. Appreciate you listening or texting that in. That's what we do here at Shock Therapy. Just try to address some of those things, and they're not easy things to always address, but... Just try to give some nuggets along the way because each of us need them. We want that for our friends and our relationships. We do. Man. That was a deep one. That was like a little hot. That was like a hot button one. Yeah. Those are the hard ones to discuss. I think you nailed it though. But we appreciate those questions. How much time do we have, Nathan? Do we have time for a well, story? Yeah, we actually have another Oh, sorry. One. Do we have another question? We, we got 15 I'm minutes, sorry. so okay. we're good. Yeah. So, Rebecca, I have a question for you. <gasps> for my birthday? Uh-huh. Okay. Hold on. Are you going to propose? When no, did... We already <laughs> did that a long time ago. <laughs> oh. When did the birthday week officially start? The birthday week started on January 2nd. False. Started 14 years ago. Rebecca, what was the greatest gift... Wait, you what? <laughs> people want to know I'm because they have me to blame that I have I have instituted or set a precursor or a precedent on the birthday week scenario that I post on social media and people uh-huh. are angry about why? why well not angry but they're like Jay Wes my wife wants a birthday week thanks to you <laughs> well you're not the one who started the birthday week you're just participating it was it was 14 years ago I decided that I was doing a birthday week. No, no, no. I decided because we talked and I thought, you know what? Birthday week. Uh, no, I decided it was my birthday week. I just made that decision. Mm, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's something to do with that. Well, yeah, you keep getting me gifts. First that gift. That on you. Okay, so worst gift in the last 14 years that you got during the birthday week. Oh, for my birthday? Mm-hmm. That dog. Fun facts with Rebecca. I don't know. The only, the worst gift I can think of was the Mother's Day one. Oh. For my birthday, like mm. if it's like a birthday week, it would be like nothing on a day like you didn't get me anything. Uh-oh. Like yesterday, you didn't get me anything for yeah, my I birthday did. We week. went to Home Goods <laughs> And got stuff for our house. That doesn't count yeah, that as totally stuff for counts. me. No, that's no. like when somebody gets me towels that's for my birthday or something. Sunday. That's Everybody is going to use those towels. Rebecca. Those aren't just for me. <laughs> You're 40 years old. You're going to yeah. get stuff for your house. It's true. No, I don't want stuff for my house. My mom has been getting day. stuff for the house for birthday and Christmas well, for as long as I've been alive. Maybe you should ask her if she likes that because <laughs> I don't. I do. If if she could have her way, she wouldn't get squat. And that's exactly what she got this wow. year for me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man. I didn't get either of my parents' oh, bir- uh, Christmas gifts or birthday gifts. But anyway. Oh, yes, I did. I... Chipped in <laughs> to the the sibling gift. That's right. There you go. There you she go. got a shark. Something. That's cool. Yeah, dude. We got a big shark. tank for it and everything. That's awesome. Wait. 
Like an <laughs> actual... I thought you were talking about the vacuum. You're talking about the vacuum? No. Okay, can you clarify okay. for me what you're talking about here? We have a big old tank. Mm-hmm. And it's got a shark in it. Oh. No, you don't. I, Your mom has not posted that on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, I feel I like that's say, something she that she would have posted. She would have been all over that. Okay. She probably forgot about it. Why are you lying right now? Man. I'm just He's contributing to the conversation. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. so worst gift was nothing. Best gift was what? Oh, it was Elvis. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> yes, it has been two years today since I got Elvis as my birthday present. She was a He's happy recipient, best. I He's will tell you. He's the best gift ever. I love that dog so much. You know, we posted a video on social media of John Wesley and I talking about shock therapy coming up. And Elvis joined the video. And that video has gotten a lot of views. And I think it's because Elvis was in that video. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. He's a Muppet. If he is like full on Muppet mode. Uh, never mind. I can't say that. I almost gave 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 out something. <laughs> for future Nathan Bex. Don't worry about it. Oh. Just just continue on. Oh, because we have some announcements right. coming up here pretty soon, but we can't make those announcements yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I almost just <laughs> made one. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. That's stay exciting. tuned. We're gonna have some exciting things to share. Yeah. Elvis was by far my greatest gift. I, but let's go back to this whole like birthday week thing because I decided that it was my birthday week because for everybody except for Nathan, like leading up to your birthday, you're like excited that whole mm-hmm. week. Like my birthday is this week. Yep. And so I'm like, I didn't ask for gifts at any point. I never said I want gifts every day You've leading up to that. my birthday. Nope. I just, I want to like be able to be happy and celebrate like, oh my gosh, my birthday is this week. And that's all it is. That's all there is to a birthday week is <laughs> me feeling special because it's the week of my birthday. Which is pretty And awesome. if other people jump in and participate, that's great. Like Dana, <laughs> right, has mentioned it on air almost every single pretty, day, except for awesome. the weekend because we weren't there, that it's my birthday week. I appreciate it. It makes me feel special. It is. So, and you go to the effort of making me feel special on my birthday oh. week by trying to like get me something small, like my something. favorite candy bar or yeah. something to drink. Dinner would have been great, <laughs> but you did bring me cupcakes today. So I'm really not going to complain because I really appreciate those cupcakes. Well, However, so I did have like two dozen <laughs> cupcakes already Wow! <laughs> that Ellen Shank got for me this Communication morning, is key, right? It was very this kind helpful as to well. That's fine. It's all good. That's all good. We were thinking the same thing, but no, I think one of the, the funniest things, I remember we, on a birthday dinner with the kids. <laughs> we went to P.F. Chang's, a place you can't even eat at. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, oh. And we went to P.F. Chang's. I felt really bad about that one. Well, that no. was pretty devastating. Here we are eating the here's, lettuce wraps. Here's with what the happened for a really ju- long time. We, when Gosh. we were so poor, like we couldn't afford to eat out or get birthday gifts or anything like that. Um, because you worked at a church over Christmas, people would give us gift cards. Generous gifts. And so for my Very birthday, kind. it always always depended mm-hmm. on what gift card we it got really did. for Christmas. Yep. And so we got, every year, it was a gift card to someplace that I couldn't eat at. But I still went. Yep. And Never I complained. still found something. I felt bad. Yeah. I felt bad. It was just, that's just strapped. That's just my life. Yeah. Going to places I can't <laughs> eat at. But, okay, there's this place we went to eat at recently. I'm trying to think of the name. The, um, oh, what's the place in Legends? Yard House. Yard House. Oh okay. So we go to Yard House, wow. and this menu is like three pages long, and everybody's like trying to decide what they yeah. want. And I ask for the menu with food on it that I can have, and there's like three items. Three. 
But I'm like, there's three items. Sometimes there's only one item or even none at times. <laughs> but I always think it's funny. Like I'm looking at like all of these options that everybody has. And then I have three. Okay. But the head chef at this place came out and talked to me for like 10 minutes and was telling me how she's trying to implement a lot more of the meals that like that people like me can eat. And so she talked to me about some different ideas. And then she was like, next time you come in, ask for Marissa. I will make this meal special for you. So when we went in, I asked, she made it, she brought it out to my table and gave it to me directly. Like she specially made this meal for me and it was amazing. And I was so thankful. I mean, that's just like when people go above and beyond just to make your day, that was so <laughs> great. Because do I ever complain about when I don't get to eat stuff when I go to restaurants? Besides no. tonight, <laughs> besides tonight, do I ever complain? No, but when somebody goes above and beyond regardless, oh my gosh, it just made my day. Shout out to Marissa. It wasn't even Rebecca's birthday week yet. No. <laughs> it was full on just it was like, like the pre-birthday kindness week. mode engage. Ooh, Boom. Next year I'm starting pre-birthday week. Good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Amping up to Rebecca's birthday. You know, people I used to serve with uh, on staff, they'd be like, why do you do that? Why? Why? And I would just say, you know what? I'm just trying to help you guys out. And they're like, it's not helping. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, no, really. It's created some really fun stories and some fun memories, whether they went really well or they just went totally down the drain. It's just, it's creating these memories each year. But it makes in me. fun ways. It always makes me sound really selfish that I'm it's, really self-centered and, and that's all I care about. No. But when you ask me what I want for my birthday, what do I always tell you? You tell me. <laughs> exactly. I don't do because I'm always like, I feel so blessed with everything that I have. Like, I am so thankful for everything. And I never thought that I would ever have this in my life. And literally, so, you always do that. Yeah, that's exactly how you. But I do it. give a second option. And that's usually a puppy. Yes. Which happened. Once. I was just going to say or a puppy. <laughs> so you don't ask for anything or it's a puppy. <laughs> So it's pretty fun. It's either a puppy or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Worked once. <laughs> I love Ellis. Man. I didn't even get to tell my traumatic story of what happened to me at work on Friday. Do you want to? You can tell it. Do we we have, got time. How much time do we have? Yeah, f- uh, six minutes. Do you guys want to hear the traumatic story of what happened to me at work on Friday? No, not really. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, I saw Nathan. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. That was a good one. You're so funny. Hilarious. I know. Do you hear the laugh track? Yeah. No. You don't hear that? I hear it. Generally, why aren't you laughing? You laugh at everything I say. (laughs) I did. I, I laughed. I even went... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Nathan Bex podcast. That's another shock therapy in the book. Is books. that four? Uh, f- uh, five. Is that a quad? Five. That's like a five. Four. Quattro. Hold on, Is I have to five? pull it up. Oh gosh, it I takes thought, so long. Is it? <laughs> September, October, November. Didn't have one December. Uh, that December is four. four. That is four. Yep, you're right. You're there right. Is. 
Shock Therapy 4.0 in the bit. Yeah, you know, we cannot do this without our listeners. We thank you, listeners, for continuing to participate and give us your questions. So walking with you, that's our goal, and to be a part. Mm-hmm. Rebecca and I have a lot planned for 2020. But we can't tell you about it right we now. We can't tell you about it. I'm not, I'm not telling them about it. Hey, I'm just focused. telling them ab- about There's it. big things happening right. in 2020. It's called a tease, okay? We've got to keep these okay. beautiful people cool listening. Things. Yes. And thank you for listening all throughout 2019. It was a big year for us. Mm-hmm. Got a lot done. Nathan got really sick a lot. I got sick a lot. <laughs> and some of it's hanging out still like a sick hangover (laughs) or something i don't know i don't know dude (laughs) my brain is still recovering regardless thank you thank you jay west for being here it's an honor and dropping your wisdom guys my name is nathan thanks for listening to the nathan bex podcast wait you did that wrong i know i can't i honestly right now i can't i can't remember just say your name all right thanks for listening i'm nathan and i'm bex we out Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.